Hey, how's it going? It's Frederick G, and this is the Your Defining Story minicast. Now, today I'll be quick. Like the lesson that I just wanted to share today is the whole idea about uh, supply chain. Now, now, my background is a little bit in supply chain, a little bit in engineering, and even though I do logistics right now, I'm trying to become and working towards becoming a communicator and selling a communication program to the world. I do have uh, extensive knowledge in supply chain, and I was trying to figure out how can I share some of the tidbits of knowledge that I learned about supply chain and kind of make that incredibly interesting in terms of how it applies to life and how it applies to our own individual journeys as we grow and progress. So the idea that I wanted to go share was the whole idea of reactive versus proactive change, right? Most of the times people react to specific obstacles or issues that may come up in life. And unfortunately, when that happens, it can cause a drain on resources, whether it be financial or it could be your time, your energy, your sanity, etc., etc. Uh, just because we weren't prepared or you may not have been prepared for something that may have come in the future. Now, when it comes to proactive change, proactive is all about trying to figure out how trends may be, where certain pitfalls may occur, whether they're in an operation or whether they're in a workflow or even, you know, just with business and relationships, etc. And what people do as part of proactive change is that they figure out how to hedge their bets so that they can protect their time, energy, their resources. Uh, the best example that I can relate to the whole idea of reactive versus proactive change is in manufacturing. Imagine when you're running a manufacturing line and in the manufacturing line, you have to go and assemble all the driver's side doors and you all have to paint them. That's this part of the line. Now imagine you're running the machine and all the robots are doing all their jobs and then all of a sudden one of the one of the machines or one of the robots like breaks down or you just suddenly run out of paint etc and you have nothing else left in stock now because you're actually running this line and you can't fall extremely behind on your production schedule what most people will do is that they will either a do whatever is necessary so that they can keep the production line back up and running. Either they'll have to go overnight paint from some other state or another country or overnight a specific part of the robot or the line, etc., etc., just simply because they're reacting rather than people or them not being able to kind of foreshadow any sort of incidents that may happen. Now, when it comes to proactive change, proactive change is more about, hey, let's go figure out what are po uh, potential possibilities that may break down or potential parts in this process where failure can occur. Let's go ahead and keep extra stock of either paint or parts, right? Or we can kind of have another line that we can run uh, during maintenance time for the initial line, et cetera, et cetera, right? And so now it's just all about 
how can we be reactive versus proactive? And in life, in life, this is where it gets good. In life, you always want to be proactive. If you can be proactive, you can get in front of the curve, then you'll be better equipped to handle whatever obstacles may come down or may come in your near future. Right? It's like Wayne Gretzky said, you always want to be where the puck is going to be rather than where the puck is. Right? Because when you when you place yourself in a position in which may potentially occur in the future, then you can leverage the amount of execution that you do and garner that and garner success that much more easy. Uh, so my friends, just thank you again for listening in to day number seven and the whole idea of reactive versus proactivity. And until next time, thank you so much. Have a great day.